0: Welcome to the Video Gamer Podcast, episode 245. My name is Colm O'Hearn, and with me this week... She's all about the respect. It's Alice Bell. Hello. And he's a maverick. He's doing it differently. It's Dean Abdu. Hello, everybody. Ooh, what is... Ooh. Well, you see, the thing is, right? This actually happened... This, Like, this happened before the last podcast, but... This thing didn't really come to light until like oh, only over the last couple of days All really. All
1: respect Maverick.
0: Of course, I'm only talking about Logan Paul. Uh, oh yeah, of course. He's small
1: uh, about the respect.
0: His other video, the one that like wasn't about the the forest yeah. and finding the dead body hanging from the tree. This was the one where he was just walking just, around Japan. It,
1: I, I feel, not walking but running, uh, yelling at people, throwing well, yeah. food uh, and throwing pokeballs at cars. So throwing pokeballs that.
0: at cars. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know who I so... really felt sorry for? It was the poor fella who was just doing his day's job. Uh, driving the little, it wasn't a forklift truck, but it was something yeah. similar. And this asshole jumps on the back of it. Like, yeah. just, come on.
2: You know? Yeah, but he's all about the respect. He was careful not to disrespect their culture. Don't forget that.
0: Very, very much so. Yeah. But yeah. He, has, yeah. he he's yeah. also increased in subscribers. Like, of course subscribers. He yeah. yeah. This. The world we live
1: in. Although I did hear that uh, the Japanese authorities apparently want to uh, to talk to him. Japanese authorities? Oh, really? Yeah, like the Japanese, what crime, Japanese police. I what don't know. Crime
0: did he commit?
1: Oh, I don't know. Like maybe if you did that in this country, there's maybe an argument that you could be arrested for some kind of like being an asshole behavior. Isn't? Yeah, antisocial know. behavior, right? Yeah, yeah possibly. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. So you know, can you do that retroactively though? I don't know. Like maybe. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the specifics of the laws in Japan. So, okay. you know, well, do you know will who you knows? Update us yeah. next week. To, Look uh, into talking us. about mean things, by the way. You know the Irish Bat Dad family? Uh, yes. They've gone viral yeah. again because of a mouse.
0: What, what, hold <laughs> on. <down. What,
1: laughs> like, similar thing. Recently, As in... Yeah.
0: When did they decide, oh, I say, miss
1: I missed this? I haven't seen it yet, but I saw someone saying they'd be chasing a mouse, uh, and they suggested that perhaps it's unusual for lightning to strike twice in such a similar manner. So. <laughs> Feels like this mouse was planted. Yeah. Is the, the mouse, mouse in the, the plant? Act. Yeah, exactly. The mouse was in the audience.
0: <laughs> it seems...
1: Yeah. Oh, you'll do, sir. We've never met that. They before. got interviewed on Jimmy Kimmel, and, and now they want more. To the news this week, and uh, a
0: happy story to start off this uh, this week's podcast because it's 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 success really. The Nintendo Switch it has become the fastest selling console in U.S. history. Uh, it's only out with ten months, not even twelve, Dean. Right, the- two less than that. Oh my god! And it has sold four point eight million units in that time, beating out the Nintendo Wii, which had sold four million in that time. Which, did, like, I don't know. I I I didn't I didn't bank on this really. To be honest, I I never thought the Switch was going to do this well. Yeah, and I don't know. I I still don't think it's going to become like it, I don't I don't think it's going to garner Wii numbers. No, because the Wii was sold. I think the Wii was
1: sold on the Wii where the Switch was sold on the 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 games the games really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. possibly. I think mean, the the Wii was the one that your whole family could play. Like your your grand could do bowling and that. That's, that's yeah. always the go-to, isn't it? Like yeah. that, even in my head, that was me. That was it. Old oh, lady bowling. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know, I'm I'm happy happy for him. It, it's 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 a good little little console. It's
2: great. I mean, it's the only one out there. You know, portable gaming with like you can take Doom on the go, Skyrim on the go. You can't True. really do that. Mm-hmm. With uh, the current gen consoles
0: uh, President of Nintendo uh, of America Reggie Fizami said Fans across the country Have experienced the joy Of playing their favourite games At home or on the go Now that many more people Have received Nintendo Switch systems For the holidays We look forward to
1: bringing them Fun new surprises in 2018 and beyond I wonder what that's going to be What are those fun new surprises? Well I mean we've got The port of Bayonetta right? Yes. We've got. There's a Kirby game. There's a Yoshi game. I'm. Um, i right in thinking. And yeah. but they they spaffed their Mario and their Zelda early on, they as fu- you say. They got them out the door quick. I said, right. Quick let's, as. Yeah. Let, let, uh, let, let's let's fucking let's get him in the door, and then we'll be able to yeah. give them the Kirby. I, and there Joshies. were. I think rumors playing around yesterday that there's the next Zelda game is going to be another um, remaster, which wouldn't surprise me necessarily because they've been doing remasters, you know, pretty consistently. Um, because
0: so, I I missed this Well, remaster of which one?
1: Uh, I don't know but we didn't report on it because it was a rumour from a guy who didn't have a source and is not always uh, a right. credible s- source of rumours but uh, well, L- Wind Waker like, was the
0: most recent wasn't it? Uh, I believe.
1: yeah but it wouldn't surprise me if they, they did didn't like
0: Majora's Mask on 3DS was that after or before Wind Waker? I can't, remember, I can't remember, but remember but
1: it wouldn't surprise me if they did another as Zelda remaster to kind of because that would be a seller for for a lot of people, I think, mm. that had a Switch. And that would keep you... That would tide you over. Uh, Dean, I know you were interested
0: in a Switch at one point last year. Mm-hmm. Did you, actually, did you ever buy one then?
2: So, yeah, I was like... I, I dabbled in the idea of getting a Switch pre-E3. Then E3 happened and I saw all the stuff that they had coming out over the year. And I was like, all right, well, I'm sold. And I bought a Switch. Um... You did,
0: because we spoke, I think the last time we were on the podcast, we were talking about Zelda, actually.
2: Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. which, I mean, I still stand by my point, which I made last time, which is that it's a great game, but I think people slightly over-hyped it. Um, (laughs) But... Uh, I haven't played much else on the Switch, I won't lie. Um, I kind of, like, left it back with my family in Birmingham. And I said to my sister, Higo, I've played Zelda, you can play whatever else. But I'm planning to get it back to do Mario Odyssey. Mm -hmm. Didn't didn't you go
1: back home and find like your sister had taken, like, an entire piano or something of yours? Yeah, I mean, I don't want to talk about it, because I missed that piano. How does one
2: do that on the slide? (laughs) Well, what happens is, I'm away on the weekend and on that weekend my sister gets a friend in a car comes to birmingham takes the piano and leaves and then i come back the next weekend <laughs> to see that there's no piano anymore right. so uh yeah.
1: i i think you've got a claim in small claims court there yeah uh-huh, uh-huh.
2: Yeah, yeah that's
1: piano theft that's
2: <laughs> piano napping doesn't help that my mom op- like willingly opened the front door and said hey you, there you go take it but you want to take it away yeah. <gasps> she didn't she's an accomplice yeah, yeah.
0: Fucking definitely. Do you look into that? Do you look <laughs> into British law while Alice is looking into, uh, <laughs> Japanese law. PlayStation 4 is a popular thing as well, yeah, apparently. There you go. Uh, because as of the 31st of December last year, it has sold nearly 74 million units worldwide. 73.6 to be exact. So it, over the, the Christmas period, Last year, it was down on the previous year, so they sold 5.9 million PS4s, whatever the holiday period is, December, I don't know, but the, the over the holiday period, and in the same amount of time they sold 6.2 um in 2016, but still, that's, the PlayStation 3 in its entire lifetime sold nearly 80 million, so it's like, yeah, what is it, six off of that? So that's not too bad. And as well, on top of that, it looks like they're backing the PlayStation VR because over the next 12 months, they're going to be adding 130 new games to it. Well, is it 130 new games though? The only reason I'm questioning <laughs> myself is because, uh, so they did, um, uh, Sony spoke to Nikki. Uh, the Japanese publication about the VR and about how it's become more successful now that they dropped the, pl- dropped the price. And uh, they spoke about the games and all that, but they also said, like, uh, or mentioned the applications like Planetarium uh and how you can watch movies in 360-degree space and stuff. So I'm not sure if that's 130 new games, to be quite honest. But either way, they're going to be back in the PlayStation VR. Um... Yeah, not, not doing too shabby, uh, the PlayStation 4, to be fair. Uh, but it's just the VR... You know. I,
1: I don't know. I mean, the VR hasn't really taken off here, from what I can tell. Uh, it, I, I As you know, VR makes me very sick. So yeah. <laughs> it's of no never mind to me either. But it, there's only like 150 things for the VR right now. So I, they're adding sort of almost... The, the same again over the next year is quite an impressive statement
0: it is i suppose but at the same time you like so yeah if they've if they have released that many games more or less in the space of just over 12 months and yeah, they haven't true. made a massive dent in the market like I, I, do you have a playstation vr dean
2: i don't i have a ps4 but i don't have a PS VR. um reason is because i think it's just a gimmick just like 3d was i think it's got a short time frame and eventually it's going to completely dwindle out i mean it's great that sony are like doubling down on the titles that there's going but i think vr still got a way to go like like you were saying alice you you get very sick from vr and i think this is a thing that they need to kind of tackle is like trying to enhance that tech a bit further to make it i don't
1: know if there's any way to stop that though well i um...
2: i read up on this because i was go. i was very uh, excuse me, like, vr as much as AR, like i'm interested in all this stuff but i do think vr is gimmicky but i think what w- if i remember correctly from what i read it's that the reason why people feel motion sickness is because the uh viewing angle of what there is in vr isn't quite what like obviously real life viewing angles are and so the brain is trying to struggle with the things that you're not seeing and oh, then you see. get a bit of motion sickness along with obviously when you're sitting down but in a you're VR moving. thing you're moving yeah. forward that contributes to uh, motion sickness mm. um, and I think that's what they need to move on to next. I know there's been quite a few kickstarters mm. for uh, other VR headsets that give a, a wider uh, depth of field and view angle to try and minimize or, all those issues uh, but it's st- it's still very newish tech. Personally, I think AR is... Where the future's at, and VR is just uh, well, a-, a gimmick.
1: Uh, AR is a weird one because people don't realize they're using AR when they use AR, yeah. Like Pokemon Go is AR, but nobody, nobody goes like, Oh, I love this AR application. They're <laughs> like, Oh, <laughs> Pokemon. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think I kind of agree that I don't think it's, it's consumer friendly right now in terms of the price and also the amount of space you need, <laughs> yes. Uh, because like. The other VR stuff, especially like the Vive, and that you need like basically a whole a separate room. Well, the, to yeah, do your the Vi- VR. you need a decent amount of space. Uh, and with the the PSVR, it just yeah, it just it's just expensive. It's expensive, and you have a whole other box and those are wires. And
0: it's it's the wires. It's very messy. I think it's fucking it feels messy. No, I haven't really looked forward to many VR games that have come out, but. I am looking forward to the inpatient, which is the until dawn mm. one uh, with the doctor. Mm. Um, and what's the other one? Do you remember the, the Elijah Wood one? Uh, that was announced at Ubisoft's thing last year. I'm bit, Ooh, I'm, yeah, I, have, I don't. I've heard. I don't think I've heard anything about that since. But yeah, mildly interested in that as well. I, like, I suppose I am of a similar mindset to you, Dean. In that it's a bit gimmicky. It's like 3D. But, I don't know, like, if, mm. if it gets support,
1: who I knows? Also, I know I've said this before, but I would also like to say that VR headsets are still very uh, unfriendly if you wear makeup. Because you put on a VR headset and then you take it off and you have a goggle-shaped... Uh, <laughs> and glasses. Glasses too, yeah. You have, like, it smears off all your makeup around your face. Like around your whole eye area, so you look like a panda. I suffer from that problem quite often, to be honest. So mm. I'd like them to get on top of it. Mm.
0: Uh, something else you want them to get up on top of, Dean, is Burnout Paradise, I believe. Because I think you were quite the fan of this back in the day.
2: Uh, yeah, I had Burnout Paradise uh, on uh, PC. Uh, and I loved it so much to the extent that I uh, even went for the full three three monitor setup. So, uh, oh, you know. Dean, you are the
0: fucking perfect <laughs> man to speak to a this. Oh, history. my God. <laughs> uh,
2: because, yeah, Burnout Paradise, where
0: Criterion took us down to the Paradise City where the grass is green. And what are the girls, Alice? Uh, Girls are pretty. They are indeed. Well done. I'm just making sure <laughs> <laughs> you're keeping up. Uh, Yeah, there's a HD remaster coming to the PlayStation 4 in Japan, apparently, on the 16th of March. Uh, That was reported by Gamatsu. And uh, there was... Prior to Christmas, there was a Brazilian side game press. Uh, they spotted retail listings for PlayStation 4 and Xbox One editions of Burnout Paradise HD, but only like as of today or late last night at time of recording. Base.com, uh they had a listing for Burnout Paradise HD remaster on their website for £35. Uh, on I think it was PlayStation 4. I don't believe they had an Xbox One edition, but they had the date of March 30th. So Dean, you rocked the three monitor setup.
2: Three monitor setup? I mean, like, for racing games in particular, you want that three monitor setup. You want your your, uh, front window one monitor and then your side so that you can to take a look and see who's trying to. Oh my God. Did you have
0: the wheel as well? Did you have the full set <sighs> of? Because the... no, he's holding his hand. I wish like I had the, the wheel. Because
2: like... like, I, I was just that immersed that I'd hold up my keyboard and try and pretend that that was a wheel. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> did, did not quite work. <laughs> so uh, what
0: would, would a HD remaster? I mean, surely. I mean, if you were that invested, <laughs> would,
2: would you be into this? Uh, I would love a HD remaster. I think Burnout Paradise was one of my favorite Burnout <laughs> games, um, easily. And so if. Hopefully, that this HD remaster will be a thing and come out. It, I think March is what well, a lot of people are saying. Mm-hmm. It, uh, like, like you were saying from the old leaks and various sites that were posting them. So, fingers crossed, it's it's it happens. And if it does, then you can
1: definitely expect me to be on that. I, um, I love that you were like, I will buy two extra screens. <laughs> But a, a wheel is t- too great an expense. Listen, I have my limits. <laughs> I have a perfectly good keyboard.
0: <laughs> yeah. Burnout Paradise was great. Uh-huh. It was such a wonderful game. The DJ at the start, bit of an asshole, all right? He, asks, he's, he tries to invade your privacy, doesn't he? He wants a, a picture of you for, uh, for your license. Yeah, when
2: you're trying to get your license stuff uh, and just... Yeah. Hmm.
0: Um, but such a joyous game. So, like... At the time, like which is mad, ten years ago, um, so just full of like color and just mayhem, I suppose. Is you know, it is a Burnout game, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it was just so much fun. I really enjoyed it. I would, I don't know. I, I personally like a Burnout Paradise two as opposed to a HD remaster.
2: I mean it. it- yeah, I'd love a sequel if we were living in uh, a dream world, but I feel like <laughs> but, ID, <laughs> <laughs> but Burnout Paradise HD, I guess that that that, that works too. Uh, I mean, definitely, mm. as, as it's going to be like a thing on console. Though I'm, I don't know how I'm going to do my three monitor setup. So how it's going to happen there? Can
0: you can you hook up like three televisions or anything like that oh. to a car? Well, what what? Hang on, with the Xbox you have a pass through, don't you? So could you? How would you do that? I don't know. Uh, I guess th- you can figure out something. I
2: mean, I get m- there must some be hacking skills out there to figure it out. The Alternatively, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Alternatively, just a curved TV. I guess that's the closest you're gonna get to it. But still, no steering wheel. No, no, no. no. I'm gonna still have to say no to the steering wheel. <laughs> I'll hold up the controller instead, though. That's easier. <laughs> uh, sure,
0: sure as is. Uh, I expected more from you, Dean. Which is what next time. On... <laughs> Said when the lawbreaker sales came in, actually.
1: (laughs) You're you're so committed to the segue that you'll happily dunk on Dean to do it. Yeah, yeah, precisely. Uh, So during
0: an earnings call, um, uh, Nexon CFO Shiru Uemura uh, he said that, uh, yeah, lawbreakers didn't do too well, uh, Alice Bell. Um, Mm. he he said, and you know what? What he kind of blamed it on? Only fucking PUBG.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I can't remember who it was now, so I'm really sorry. But someone said like, like saying PUBG is an easy way to explain to like investors and shareholders and whatever that like, you know, there's a lot of competition out there. But obviously PUBG isn't direct competition for lawbreakers, I don't think. It's a shooter, I guess. But like, I mean, a, a
0: multiplayer shooter. I suppose, but it's entirely different.
1: Like I would say that Lawbreakers competition was really like your Overwatch kind of thing, Uh, and it just Overwatch was already a juggernaut by the time that Lawbreakers kind of came out. Um, It's sort of a shame because I think the people that did play Lawbreakers really liked it and really got into it, but there was maybe a bit of confusion around sort of the marketing of it. It seemed to be in like an alpha and then like an open beta for forever almost. Um, So. Maybe a shame. Everyone loves Cliffy B, right? Um, so, yeah, during the call, Nexon said, uh, the timing of the launch
0: turned out to be unfortunate. Specifically, the blockbuster PC online game Player Unknown's Battlegrounds came out right about the same time, making the market environment very tough for first-person shooters in general and for lawbreakers. So, yeah, it's... It is, it is quite easy to go like, look... We would have done better, but, but look, this, was this there. massive
1: game which has this many million players. Yeah. Yeah. This was huge, so give us a break. All right.
0: Yeah, like I I don't know, I, I never played it. Uh I you spoke to a couple of people.
1: Yeah, yeah. I spoke to some fans of it and they said like it's really fun it's really fast, uh it's kind of exhilarating, it's really fun, you gotta keep moving, shooting's fun, like the characters, but it's just not um I think they said it wasn't kind of marketed as well maybe as Overwatch. They didn't kind of... Because Overwatch does a lot of that like um, lore stuff and tying in all stories to the characters and you know like uh, that kind of fun stuff which Lawbreakers kind of didn't as much. And Lawbreakers is much more that kind of gunmetal and muzzle flash look. Uh, whereas Overwatch is I think maybe a little bit more distinct. But people that played... Uh, Lawbreakers seemed to really get into it. Just not many people played it. Yeah.
2: Uh <laughs> I well, know, I, I dabbled in it during the, the beta and I mean it was a fine game. It was enjoyable. It was like it was essentially a more hardcore version of Overwatch. Overwatch has got like that arcade arcadey kind of look to it, mm. but Lawbreakers was a b- bit more gritty. Uh and obviously you had the the whole bouncing around with the these different uh gravity law breaking stuff. Uh my personal favourite thing was uh dan Harmon it was dan Harmon as the ball he voiced the, the oh did the he ball. i didn't know that yeah it was fun because you'd, you'd you'd hear, uh, you'd hear the, the, the ball like yelling things like oh don't drop me don't drop me please oh, that, oh that i'm was, in the air that was dan, that was dan Harmon. Yeah, yeah. wow i did not know that <laughs> it's uh so that was like that was a fun little thing that they added in there and i thought oh that's great that's
1: really cool and um, yeah i had no idea that even happened yeah
2: it was it, it was great um like yeah it it but to say PUBG was the reason that it didn't do so well, um, I think is a bit of a stretch. Mm-hmm. Uh, PUBG, obviously, PUBG was huge and it got millions upon millions of players, uh, but I don't think it's entirely to blame.
1: Poor dude huge. He did recently say, like, you're only as good as your last game as well. God yeah. bless him. <laughs> uh, which, I
0: suppose, if you were saying that about Halo, I don't think maybe some <laughs> Halo fans wouldn't be. be a little bit sketchy on... Halo Six, six Halo is the next one. Yeah. Six is yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Six would be the next one. Well, yeah, whatever, whatever the next Halo is. Um, but yeah, the next Halo, it's not going to be out this year, Dean, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But well, I can't tell you a date on when the Halo TV show will be out, but I can tell you that it's not dead. Uh huh. So you know, swings and roundabouts. Yeah. Basically. Um. So yeah, David Nevins, who is the top man at Showtime, he was speaking with TV Guide and he told him that he had a look at a couple of the Halo TV show's scripts and uh, he also said, it is, quote, still moving forward and I'm encouraged by what I've seen so far. It's still live action and it will definitely satisfy the fans of Halo and I think also satisfy the drama audiences of Showtime. Uh, Is this something... Again, you're, you're the Halo man, Dean. You are... Thank you. Look at his little
1: face th- He's all you. excited
0: yeah. <laughs> I, This thing was the So the TV show first right uh-huh. That was going to be An Xbox Live show In the same way that uh, The E.T. one was What was that called Was that just called Game Over or something Was it called Atari Game Over But that one Didn't they do like um, Oh fuck it <laughs> they, did, they did another TV show as well Didn't they they haven't done loads of them, but I'm sure there's another one. But yeah, this was it, it originally envisioned to be that. Okay. And then went to, yeah, showtime. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, does a Halo TV show interest you? Did, you? did you like, what was the other one called? What was that
2: called? Forward Unto Dawn? Forward Unto Dawn. Uh, yeah, so the Forward Unto Dawn was the series that they released for the lead up to Halo 4, which I thought was great, really loved it. And then they did another one for Halo 5, which was Halo Nightfall. That was with Ridley Scott. Um, I think producing it or something along those lines. I can't quite remember, but I remember it didn't quite do that right. well. Right. Um so that was that was a bit of a disappointment. But this Halo TV show with Steven Spielberg backing it, this has been in the works for years. Mm-hmm. I remember they announced it at the same time that they uh announced Halo 5, which back then wasn't even called Halo 5, it was just Halo yeah. Um. Was that that was E3, wasn't it?
0: Show yeah. yeah. Shawna got up on stage and was like, "Yeah, well, and we're doing a TV show." Yeah, yeah. I
1: remember that. Everyone yeah. was like, mm-hmm. "What?"
2: Everyone lost their mind, and Steven Spielberg popped up on the big screen That's saying, right, yeah. "I'm ready I, to do
0: Halo." I love Halo. Yeah, <laughs> I uh, love Halo. Halo. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um. But then, yeah, like Halo, Halo Master Chief Collection came out, heard nothing. Uh, Halo Five Guardians came out, heard nothing halo wars 2 came out still that like everyone was like okay but where's this tv show at mm.
1: bollocks it's never gonna happen
2: and i i mean i feel like this is going down the same path as the halo movie if do you remember
1: that back yes in the day? i do mm. and that never happened no
2: yet. that was a huge mess because microsoft couldn't work with hollywood uh essentially it was going to be uh, neil blomkamp uh, yeah, doing it and he created all the assets and everything uh, and there was some big tiff between Microsoft and the big heads in Hollywood, and they just couldn't agree on stuff. So, what was going to be the Halo movie, Neil Blomkamp, just changed into District 9. And then we had District 9, which was Very a good great film. movie. Yeah. Um, But I feel like this is going to be the same sort of situation. I think it's going to fall apart, and uh, whatever assets they have is going to move on to some other project. Well, if it's
1: been five years now, that means probably like at least half a dozen writers have touched the scripts by now, and it's probably all got scenes from all the Frankenstein around in it. Uh, yeah. But that's so, like the, the Uncharted film is the same.
0: Yeah. Like that's been passed around so much. Like, uh, oh, the, la- the last word on that was Tom Holland was going to be young Drake. Yeah. Did they mention a Solly? I can't remember.
1: Because when know, when, these... when it first happened, it was like shock film. Where is that? <laughs> <Yeah. you know? laughs> there's not? there's never going to be a good, a truly great video game movie. Yes. I mean, there there will be, but it will take a long time. It's like hero movies. Mm. Strangely enough, I was actually watching
2: a, a video last night about how there will never be a great video game adapted movie. Yeah, but movies about video games do really they're well they're really good like yeah. Jumanji that's doing really well and Wreck-It Ralph that did really well and they were movies ab- about like video games mm. not a video game yeah. movie. mind you
1: Tomb Raider we'll see how that does yeah yep. you know did, did, did the original Lara Croft one not do well I think I think the Lara Croft movies like, they were like good for monetarily like yeah not, did... I don't know I didn't think they were that good oh, the first ones are ace. <laughs> yeah if you, as you as when always. you try and watch them now they're yeah. a bit dated I mean, quite, quite, quite possibly <laughs> I, I
2: still think the Warcraft movie is pretty good but it's not it's not uh, that's true I did like the Warcraft movie
0: uh t- yeah and um the fact that there won't be a Halo this year uh it was I mean what kind of reading between the lines but there was a blog post uh 343 recently posted uh blog post uh where they said uh where is it uh, I can't find the quote, but they basically <laughs> said, uh, "Oh no, there'll be adventures in 2018, but not those adventures." Hmm. So yeah, which people read between the lines and they're like, "Okay, right, we're not we're not yeah. getting Halo Six, Halo, whatever it is." Um, yeah, does that? How 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 much do you want a a new Halo? How how much do you want the end
2: to? Uh, what's this trilogy called?
1: Ev- like.
2: 4 in a saga, or the Reclaimer saga, or something oh, like whatever, that. Yeah, whatever it Yeah, is, yeah. <laughs> It was originally a trilogy, but then they were like, no, we're going to do more, it's now a saga. Yeah, because okay, I remember sorry, like,
1: yeah. 3 was like, when Halo 3 came out, it was like, finish the fight.
2: Yeah, and we And, and, we and then, the then, then we got some more. Um, truth be told, wasn't the biggest fan of Halo 5, would happily see them take as long as possible with Halo 6 to try and get it right. Right. So it doesn't disappoint me that there won't be Halo 6 this year. Because that just means they're they're just trying to make sure that they they do a, the best kind of Halo that they can. Because Halo Five Guardians, campaign wise anyway, uh didn't do great. No. <laughs> so let's see how they go with Halo Six.
0: Uh yeah, yeah, we'll see. Like sometimes you just gotta take it slow, gotta take it gotta like really dive into your work and you know, like it, it might may take a long time to, to love it and then release to the public. You may love it straight away. You may get married to it. I don't know. <laughs> like it's it's who knows what'll happen with inanimate objects. Because a Florida based student <laughs> uh Narul Hassan, uh she is marrying her copy of Tetris for some reason. Uh so yeah, she is a let me get this right. She is an objectum sexual which is uh, somebody who is attracted to inanimate objects. Yeah, He's I attracted believe... Attracted to, like, tables, doors, fucking whatever, this sheet of paper.
1: I mean, Channel 4 has done at least one documentary, as as is their I'm sh- way. I'm sure they have, There's yeah, a yeah. lady that married the Berlin Wall. There's a woman from London that there's a particular tree that she likes and she goes and rubs herself up against it lovely uh, and there's a man that fucks cars which is really funny actually because he met up with another guy that fucks where? cars uh this one assumes exhaust pipe but I don't know um, really
0: because I went the um, where you put the fuel in oh you got interesting
1: um, <laughs> so he had like a he had a collection of cars that he was going out with and his favourite was like a heart like a, a beetle called vanilla and then he met up with another guy, a younger guy, that also fucked his car. Mm-hmm. And then the, the first guy went out. You were well, a wife swap. Well, no, he, he didn't ask permission. He went out in the middle of the night and fucked the other guy's car. <laughs>
0: you <laughs> can't do that. You can't fuck another man's car. <laughs> I mean...
1: You weren't expecting that, were you? No, I wasn't. What a bastard. I know. Like... How, and how did the other guy take it? He wasn't happy. I
0: can't imagine so. That's, uh, that's fucking, that's fucking cut acting, that is. You you can't, you can't fuck another man's car. Um, (laughs) but, uh, yeah, this, uh, Hassan, who goes by Fractal Tetris Hurricane, that's just her, her alias. Um, she has. Apparently um kind of been taken by Tetris since uh, the since September of two years ago. And uh she sleeps with her. her she cartridge. has she has
1: sex with Tetris, yeah. Um somehow. Somehow. Uh I yeah. I don't want to speculate. I, mean, I, can,
0: I, can, I can maybe put a picture yeah, together yeah, yeah, yeah. in my head. Uh, so, yeah, she, speaking with uh, Metro, she said, part of the relationship is the satisfaction I get from clearing the lines and clearing them as quickly as possible. Uh, it started when I would play this game called Smash Run and I would hear the Tetris theme and I thought it was nice. Every time I heard it, I would want to play Tetris. All I did was play this game and kept thinking, I want to play Tetris and uh she now wants to marry Tetris.
1: That's quite a leap from like really wanting to play a game and to and to, to, to having sex with a NES cartridge. Mm. You know.
0: I mean the marriage part of it like apparently she will be surrounded by friends and family which is nice, do you know, when someone gets married I suppose you know, it's nice that the people they care about will be present to witness the ceremony. Um but you know it's it's it's, it's I don't know it's yeah sure
1: sure whatever. I hope they're sure. very happy together. Yeah, but, but well, do it you does want a comment
0: from the, the Tetris character. Sadly,
1: Tetris is a man. She calls Tetris he. Does she? Yeah. Um, but I do. I would say to any listeners out there, just because you really like something, doesn't necessarily mean you're in love with it. That's all I'll say. <laughs> and <laughs> for all facets of life. Yeah, but I. I hope that the Tetrises are very happy together. to what we've been playing
0: this week. Alice Bell. Yeah. You have been playing with kitty cats, I believe. Yes. You said that in a very playful way. <laughs> in a very playful kitty way. Kitty cats. <laughs> Didn't I just? Well, I was going to go one way and then I
1: decided to go <laughs> the other. Um, so yeah. Perfect date. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. So per- perfect date and it's Perfect. Nice World roll of the R's yeah, there. thanks. Very nice. nice. Nice roll of the R's. I'm, as you know, 44% now fluent in Spanish, so I'm having to to roll the R's quite a bit. <laughs> have you uh, Have you had a conversation with any Spanish people lately? No, I haven't, no. Okay. No. Uh, <laughs> but still, Although, an application is telling you. We went, we went to uh, a Mexican uh, restaurant and I was able to read the shopping list they'd put up on their chalkboard. Well done. They'd uh-huh. run out of lettuce. They'd run out of lettuce. Yeah, lechuga. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Perfect Day
0: is... What, what is Perfect Day? Do you know what Perfect Day it is, Dean? Um, I've, it's something to do with cats. Okay, yeah. what, well do, done. Tell, tell us, uh, what is it, Alice?
1: So, Perfect Day is uh, a dating sim. Uh, dating sims have been getting increasingly popular these days. Uh, largely, I think uh, largely Japanese uh, games start with games like uh, Hateful Boyfriend, which is fucking great. Um. Uh, and so Perfect Date was made by, uh, you may have seen a man on Twitter, uh, he's, uh, Ridge, 24 mm-hmm. and, oh gosh, uh, a lady whose name I can't remember. It, Ruby is they t-
0: together they are, t- I think it's Team Bay.
1: Team Bay, yeah, mm. uh, and they've drawn, uh, and written and made this game called Perfect Date, which is, uh, where you go to an island that is inhabited by cats. Uh, and you're there to be the research assistant of scientists who's living on this mysterious island to study the cats. There are no other animals there, basically. It's just cats. Uh and uh as his research assistant, you're you know, investigating with the cats, but your first night there, you are bitten by uh the elder cats who live on the other side of the island, they're dangerous, and you get infected with the disease that gradually turns you into a cat, which means you start being able to understand the cats that live on the island already. Uh, and you go on dates with them. As a human or as a cat? As a human. Right. Um, but while you're infected with this cat illness, I guess. Um, and it's slightly different to uh, other dating things you might have seen, like uh had a full boyfriend or uh, Dream Daddy dating simulator, that kind of thing. Because um, in those, normally you pick one... Person that you want to date and you stick with them, so you get one person to fall in love with per playthrough, kind of thing. This, uh, you uh, it sort of progresses in chapters, so you are a new research assistant each time. Uh, so chapter one, chapter two, I think there are six. So, all right, you uh, each research assistant uh does some research into what's going on on the island and the cure for turning into a cat, and then the next research assistant turns up after the inevitable happens to the to the one before uh so it means you kind of get to see the romance of all the kitty cats is there on the d- island is th- is that better you get to have a taste I think of each well cast? yeah i think it's more fun because some of the some of the scenes are really really sweet and uh there is as with many dating sims there's kind of a twist in mm. in the tale and there's maybe some sinister things going on and that kind of thing um but uh yeah you it, it's the, it's a little bit repetitive at the start and end. You basically have the same scene for each research assistant at the very beginning and the very end that you have okay. to go through each time. But then the rest is different. There's different research and different kind of recon. So you, you go on dates, uh, you do research, and then you go on recon, which is exploring. Uh, and there's different ones that you can unlock by doing different things or uh, going on different dates and stuff. So... It's 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 fun. It's different to what I was expecting because I was expecting it to just be like one character, yeah, one playthrough. That's it. But what do what do you mean when you say exploring? Cause so it's, you, cause you, it's not exploring, but you 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 because it's mostly text based and it, it has like backgrounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, there aren't like loads of different scenes, but it'll be like this cat took me to you know a, a pond one day, and this cat took me somewhere, or like. Uh, I went on a mission with the uh, professor and he showed me a magical fountain that makes you strong and that kind of thing. I'm being very reductive because yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, much, yeah. it's much better written than that. Um, but um, yeah, they, they kind of, and there are some options. To, like, so you find a cat that's sick and you can eat It's like, should I put a gauze on it or should I put this cream on it? And you hmm. choose that and then maybe that goes kind of different ways. Uh, and the cats you date, some of them are nicer than others, there's one called Snooty Booty, who's a, a sphinx. She doesn't have any fur, and she's a bitch. But uh, <laughs> I mean, with a name like Snooty Booty, yeah. Uh, there's an Irish cat called mm. McMurphy.
0: I can only imagine yeah. is a uh, utter delight.
1: First date with him, you get drunk on some bootleg whiskey. Of course, he's oh, yeah. hidden in a tree. That's um, hidden in a tree. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there is. Um, there's a big ginger, uh, fluffy tom cat called uh, Fluffy Butt, but he prefers to be called Major. Um there is a tour uh, to show. Like. Yeah, I guess uh, there's uh a Tor Shark Cat called Trixie. There's a few different ones. Um So it's yeah, it's it's I think if you like cats and you like dating simulators, away you go. You
0: <laughs> mm. know? Well, it is a bit of a visual novel themed week, I suppose, on the video gamer podcast, because I, over the past week have played Doki Doki Literature Club, which is <sighs> I don't know how deep to go in on this because it starts off as a what you mm, start again. It starts off as a dating sim and then kind of goes different places, and that's what kept me interested. Really, because I remember this being all the rage on social media a couple of months ago. Um, People because it was like it's free on Steam and is it on PlayStation as well? I feel like it might be, but I'm not 100% sure. But, uh, yeah, it's a free game that you can download. And for the first hour, hour and a half, I was wondering, am I missing something here? Because I I don't guess how... Like, why did this get so much buzz? Yeah. But then something happens, and yeah, it does start to go like... Ah, right. And the ending is fucking great it's the got, is great
1: like some really serious stuff in it though, right? I've seen someone saying that like it gets very heavy, very heavy, yeah,
0: yeah, like it explores some like serious um seriously heavy themes, so you are you, you are just like just a random person, uh, and your friend, if I remember correctly, I think it's sayori, she is um. She wants you to join her after-school club, right? Which is a literature club. You're a bit hesitant, but you decide to come along anyway, because I think she says, oh, there'll be cupcakes there. So you're like, all right, go on. So you go there, and there's Sayori, um Monica, this is all off the top of my head, Yuri, and Satsuki, I think. But there are there's basically four girls in total. So... Uh, they're like, oh, it's so great! We have a, a a new member. We can become a proper club. This is brilliant. Uh, and you're like, do you know what? I, said, I could be I could get on all right here. There's four cute girls. This could be this could be pretty good. <laughs> uh, so then, so you decide to stick around, and every night, like in between cl- club meetups, you must write a poem. And how you do that is, you're given twenty selections of words, okay, and each word will uh, resonate with a club member more than the other one. Oh, I see. So if you're, if you want to get close to Yuri, for instance, like Yuri is quite a melancholic sort of uh, goth stereotype, I suppose. So there'll be words like despair or fucking Christ, I can't remember now, whatever, rotten, blah, black. Darkness. Whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so if you, if you pick, if you pick those words, then that will, yeah, she'll be, when she reads your poem the following day, she'll go like, oh, this is, yeah, this is pretty good. If you pick more lighter words like fluffy, pink, rainbow, blah, blah, I think it's Satsuki will like those words and other words then that, um, Sayori will like. And it's very well done. And it's, yeah, as it goes along, it, it takes quite a turn into something. Very very different And it's really well done It is free And I highly recommend it It is A A very interesting game In many ways I th- I kind of You're better off Thinking Like I mean look I've kind of I haven't given it away But I've told you That it does turn You're nearly better off Thinking That this is Purely a dating sim And just going into it With that mindset Because Then the turn would be Far sharper Really hmm. uh, But a cool game Nonetheless and, really, it's, f- and really it's free like it. on Steam? And it's free on Steam, I'm yeah. I'm going to download Do. that. Yeah, G- give, it a- give it a go, Dean, because Lord knows you've spent enough on microtransactions over the past couple of months, Wait. I believe.
2: Oh, I see how it is. Listen, okay, right. Star Wars Battlefront 2. That's the game I've been playing. I just finished, the- not just finished, but over the Christmas break, I finished the campaign and the extra uh, downloadable content which added to the campaign. Uh, I thought the campaign was fun. I really enjoyed it. Um, controversial opinion, Please forgive me, internet and everyone else. Enjoyed this campaign more than I enjoyed The Last Jedi. Don't kill me. Anyway
0: uh, <laughs> Enjoyed the Interesting. Alright. Yeah. I, I mean just... I haven't played either played slash watched either. I will never. But I haven't heard that opinion.
2: Uh it's like not it's not a very Big opinion, like there's very few of us being me and my housemate. <laughs> um, very few of us. But like Building
0: the Resistance, you know, you gotta, you gotta start from somewhere.
2: <laughs> Last Jedi, I I I like Last jedi I but I thought Battlefront 2's campaign I thought I got more into. So the campaign was really fun. But multiplayer side of things, it's fucking great. I'll stand by that point. Excuse my language, I'm sorry, but it is great. You're, already, <laughs> you're, you're <laughs> okay. Um uh minus okay, so bar the controversy that it had with the whole my transaction stuff uh I mean you can 't buy loot boxes anymore, which is great, mm. uh, and the star card system I still think is a mess, and I hate that as a progression yeah. system, but the actual gameplay of it, uh, especially heroes versus villains, which is the mode i 'm constantly on it 's so much fun, just being Luke Skywalker and just running around. <laughs> beating everyone down with your lightsabers and scoring wow. all those points or or even just Ky- Kylo Ren uh, as the dark side is phenomenal, like I've never felt more powerful and I understand like, I I, I love Kylo Ren, uh, easily my favourite part from Last Jedi, uh, he was great in Force <laughs> Awakens great new character, even m- more amazing in Battlefront 2 um, I really like Battlefront 2 and I've been playing a lot of that uh, and I think s- like overall as a game, I think it's a good game uh, it's just got disappointing elements.
1: I think the star. I see. I didn't like uh, heroes as villains because I felt that's when you could really tell that someone had better star cards than you. Yeah. I think the star card system is is still kind of shitty, even with the the microtransactions turned off, because it's so tied up together. Oh,
2: I completely but agree. But
1: I agree that I think the central the the, the core gameplay is <laughs> really good.
2: Yeah. I, the star card system, it's it's dumb. Uh I hate that like the way you level up your characters is just by random chance on what you get in uh, uh some of the the crates that you can unlock or or I mean you can also like use crafting parts to build up on these cards to level up your characters but I, I again I think that's just a dumb system I'd rather progress these characters through skill rather than through just hey I got some parts let's make mm-hmm. this thing yeah. um it's very silly because I've got like a, a, the, the specialist class which is the sniper class I don't use that at all oh yeah that's my highest class on there just because of the crates that I've I've got a,
1: a ton of cards for it shit it doesn't make it any sucks, sense yeah. I don't use it <laughs> like, no, I, I got like star cards for, for heroes I hadn't even unlocked like I'm, it's, it's, I'm never gonna use Palpatine, but I have cards for him. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's a silly. And yeah, you, like
0: refresh my memory because it's a while since we spoke about Star Wars. Thank God, <laughs> thank God. <laughs> yeah. uh, you can't like break down those star cards and put crafting parts into. You can't. Else, no, you,
1: can you? you duplicates turn into like credits, I think. But yeah. they switched up. Like you got more crafting parts from certain things or something. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. Did you see by the way? On PC, there's a mod that turns Kylo Ren into Matt, the, the radar I t- did. <laughs> Yeah,
2: that was genius. I wish, like, see, this is the kind of content I wish they added into the consoles. Like, <laughs>
1: that's the thing <laughs> where they were, they were like, no one wants, like, cosmetic. Like stuff to make them look stupid I was like yes we do uh, obviously we, we do, do. Like, we do but yeah 100%. but then
0: even after that if someone found like hidden yeah, menus stuff. And was like mm.
1: yeah and, and specifically because someone at EA was like you wouldn't want like a bright pink Darth Vader someone made a bright pink Darth Vader mod it was great it was fantastic and, 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 and everyone loves it yeah.
2: you were almost a
0: Jill sandwich it's me Mario would you call it yeah. let's go ball this is my favourite store on the Citadel war never changes Every week on the Video Gamer Podcast, I test the gaming knowledge of my colleagues with a simple game called Who Am I? I give five clues to the identity of a video game character. And you, Alice Bell, and you, Dean Abdu, must give me the correct answer. All you have to do is say stop and then give me said answer. Clue number one. My first appearance in a video game came in 1992.
2: 1900. I was only
0: two. And 92.
2: I wasn't alive.
0: Clue, uh. clue number two my rivalry with probably the other well-known character from my series has gone on for decades now. I mean, obviously, because it came out in (laughs) 1972. Well done, pass column. But yes, that's the clue. Clue number three, I died once.
1: Is that it? (laughs) I,
0: I died once. Clue number four, in 1995, I made my movie debut. A movie which grossed and this shocked me. Approximately eighty million dollars, eighty million dollars in nineteen hundred and ninety-five. Clue number five: I can control ice, which is pretty cool.
2: Which is pretty cool. Uh... Stop. Do you know Is it Mortal Kombat?
1: Are you coming in the character. Incorrect
2: uh, character. Uh, Iceman. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Stop! Stop! Alice Sub-zero. Correct. <laughs> Damn
2: it! <laughs> Iceman I, I mean, fucking you know, Iceman <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> stop, cold boy. <laughs> what noisy...
0: yeah, and his brother, yeah, fucking hot bastard. Like Christine, <laughs> <Dean>,
2: come on. <sighs> fucking hell! I'm sorry, I'm very sorry. <laughs>
0: If you want your opinion to be heard on the Video Gamer Podcast, just email us at podcast at videogamer.com or, alternatively, you can reply to our little questions, call-out tweet that we send every Tuesday prior to recording this podcast at com. Ashley Picard says, Happy New Year, all. Can we expect to see a Gears of War 5 anytime soon? It's the only reason I'm keeping my Xbox One. Ooh. Oh. I like I, I to be honest, pr- probably because yeah.
2: Microsoft needs some uh, like exclusives. Yeah, they need to hold on to yeah, those yeah. exclusives. So. It
1: wouldn't surprise me if like th- this year's E3 or something, there was a teaser that was just ten ten seconds of a fucking chainsaw or something. And then they yeah. go like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. They kind of like oh one the the
0: Colombo moment. Yeah. the, the one, one more thing. The one more thing would be yeah, just a lancer uh, chainsaw or something like that. But like. I suppose it's a conversation For another time I like I want I don't know I don't want Microsoft To just rest on Gears and Halo Mm. Because The value of them Isn't as great As it once was Mm -hmm. So there needs to be more Like newer things Coming as well Um, Patrick Dane Friend of the show Patrick Dane Says "Uh, Could you see yourself Ever into an eSport I never thought I truly could But I'm quite curious About the Overwatch League
2: what, what as in like being on an esports team or no, as in I see. watching the watching. watching us oh um no
1: i i think maybe <laughs> for, for something like like overwatch or cuz i i cannot understand what is going on in like league of legends when i've seen like i've seen people sharing clips being like look this amazing play i'm like mm-hmm. i can't tell which play there's just stuff happening every character on screen is doing something i don't know which play you're referring to
2: yeah
1: uh, but something like overwatch which i understand or like uh, the the leagues for like the fighting games, which I kind of understand as well. Like mm. I could I could get into it, but also time. Yeah, yeah, time is a fucker. Uh, like I I think before I would have said no, but now
0: I would say yes. Uh, <laughs> because like when thinking about it, it's like like I generally like I watch most sports cricket I struggle with a little bit but I can even get behind the 2020 stuff uh, so it's I suppose that competitive element that I enjoy mm. Um and I suppose that's what it comes down to like do you like competitive do, do you like woman versus woman man versus man whatever person versus person do you like that competitive uh, whether it be solo or team sport then maybe this is for you yeah. now the only thing is like yeah I don't know is there any particular game that would get me on board, like because this simulations of sports you just go well i just I just watch the actual yeah. sports, then you know, I'm not gonna watch FIFA because there is football on every fucking day in some part of the country <laughs> or some part of the world, I should say there is football on all the time, yeah, yeah, so you just just watch that um uh Garth. Asks how excited are you for Fire Pro Wrestling on the PlayStation Four? I think the question got cut off, but yeah, uh, Alice, how excited
2: are you?
1: I don't understand.
2: Fully Ex- the question. Dean, how excited are you? I don't understand it as well. So, uh, <laughs> you
1: know who this question was aimed at? right yeah. yeah. I,
0: I am quite excited because it's been out on Steam. It, it came out of early access last December and was yeah, it was. I think it was only there for about I don't know, six months or so. And Fire Pro is a series I've never truly gotten to grips with, but it is one that kind of the shackles are taken off and you're allowed to create uh, whatever wrestler you want with like all oh, this fucking hundreds of thousands of moves in there. And it's really cool because um, it's it's proper lo-fi. It doesn't look like the WWE games, basically. It looks like your old style like Royal Rumble or WrestleMania games on like Nintendo and Sega consoles. Uh, and in the past week, they announced that they've partnered with New Japan Pro Wrestling, which is kind of the WWE of Japan, Dean, more or less, oh, okay. basically. And uh, yeah, they've partnered with them, and will include licensed characters because that's the thing. Fire Pro, uh, it's it sells itself on its yeah, on its creation suite and you being able to create whatever character you want more so than we have wrestler X, you know, from promotion. Mm. X, whatever. Mm. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It's probably something that I should dedicate some amount of time to on Steam. Maybe when it comes to the PlayStation, that's when I'll kind of jump on board. Agent 47, Slaphead. <laughs> great name. Ask: have any of you lovely lot played a game that got you into a band? Not just an official soundtrack. For example, Primal on the PS2 introduced me to the industrial juggernaut that was 16 volts. Been a huge fan ever since.
1: Fucking shout out to Primal. It's a very yeah, good game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good game. Good well, I played I got I got the, the remaster well not the remaster by the PS four playable version. I was playing that. Very good game. Continue. <laughs> um I can't say
2: that like so with me when with my music taste, like I don't like just listen to one particular band all the time or like I've got favourites I don't just don't. listen to
0: them <laughs> become a part, they become a part
1: I like
2: everything I like all kinds of music I, 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 like l- I literally I, I go on Spotify I whack on one of the radios and I, I yeah, listen you to you
0: listen to some shit Okay about, like, like,
1: Listen right I know, listen to
0: The stuff Dean listens to <laughs> Dean listens to some kind of eclectic idm type shit i yeah, can get I, on board with some of that dude
2: I li- I listen to all sorts i like sounds i like, I like sounds <laughs> um <laughs> uh but in ter- but like there's sounds definitely <laughs> there's definitely been uh songs from like uh not really games but like game trailers where like uh an example uh radioactive from imagine dragons in uh ac3 like uh, ac3 Which trailers playing radioactive uh, I'm
1: radioactive, thinking of... radioactive. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> okay. I know what you. Yeah. Oh, there was a fucking great. Um, uh, it was Iron by Woodkid was uh, That's the, a little one. on the AC2 Revelations yep uh, trailer, which was the best thing about Assassin's Creed Two Revelations. Okay, um, <laughs> you kind of, both of you um, kind
0: of changed the question. Well, you're well, you're well saying, I, what's so, the best song in a trailer?
1: So I did get into. Um, uh, Two Steps From Hell who specialised basically in doing orchestral trailer music uh, because it was the trailer music for Mass Effect 3 which is really good also I believe was the uh, kind of theme music to the UEFA Champions League for a while there so it was very confusing whenever that came on TV and my flatmate was watching it um, I like for me it's it's an easy
0: one it's all the bands that were in the Tony Hawk games <laughs> oh shit yeah uh, actually like...
1: um, uh, a Crazy Taxi
0: Got you into oh. the offspring Into the offspring Yeah uh, I Really Yeah I, I was After that Because like, it was pretty When I didn't Really know of the offspring Until Pretty Fly for a White Guy That's what That was the, my first Interaction with them Yeah I suppose uh, Yeah so uh, And the most I suppose Maybe The biggest one Was probably Bad Religion When I heard You On uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 I think that was Or Tony Hawk's Skateboarding too I think wasn't it I'm sure it became Didn't it become 20 Hawks Pro Skater When the third one Came can't out remember. I can't remember think Anyway Who cares <laughs> um, duh, duh, duh. Jonathan Wright asks Which video game character Do you most relate to On a personal level
1: Ooh, Oh this is a Good That's question That's very difficult oh. <laughs> Um,
0: Which one speaks to you oh. Which video game character Do you see And you go Yeah there's a piece of me in that. <laughs> um. I'll go first and I will say to Harry Kane in FIFA 17. That's my one. <laughs> he speaks to me. You go. Know, that's why we're late. Why in to. particular do you I think you, know, you have like in common really, with Harry Kane? Like, uh, <laughs> you know, like a young lad and people expecting big things from him. Uh, some of the big clubs after him as well. Uh, and, you know, just, yeah. Really... Sorry, are you saying someone else is trying to poach you? What's <laughs> <and> <laughs> happening here? I'm oh, just, you know, like really destined for the great... The fucking been destined... on the phone. What's going on? Destined for great things. That's why I was just trying to buy you some time, to be honest with you. <laughs> Can you think of a character?
1: I really ca- do not I've know. got one.
2: Okay. Um, I'm going to say Cade from Destiny 2, just for his... Humour, like fucking laid back, just like everything's a joke. Kind of like it's the end of the world, but also let's just laugh. Like that's just that's, that's what you're like, is no. it? Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> we're, we're getting closer and closer every day. You know, Dean, like that every day. Yeah, oh, look, come on, guys. <laughs> I just like the humour, and I like that nothing serious. Not
0: which character do you like?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, uh, I, I'm sticking with Kate. All right, I'm just
0: we will me. accept that as an. Do you have an answer, Alice?
1: Oh, I don't. I'm afraid. I'll, All right. I'll it was, I'll I'll, I'll you, get back do, yeah, to yeah. Uh, tweet, tweet Jonathan. I'll get back to Jonathan personally. Uh, Ross McMahon asks
0: if you could add a battle royale mode to any game that doesn't really fit. That doesn't really fit. Which one would you choose? My choice would be Street Fighter.
1: Um, I would say something like uh, th- 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 ooh. oh.
0: So I I I think Street Fighter is a great choice because it wouldn't work. Yeah, that's why. It sounds like good fun So like I Something like PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale Remember that? Yeah That was Battle Royale Before fucking Battle Royale (laughs) Became Battle Royale Uh, Something like that Where you have all these Different characters That have all these Different powers Which is why it wouldn't work It couldn't work Some of them are ranged Some of them are
1: close um, Close combat So yeah But it would still be A bit of fun What about like Stardew Valley Battle Royale Everyone has to like In that like in that art style and Yeah. yeah, and like, yeah. So it's all cutesy and yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. I like it Jack. And then but then you, you just use farming tools. Just fucking go and pick shit. Ho the shit out of someone's head.
0: Jesus. <laughs> I like that.
1: Yeah. Um Captain Ketch
0: asks and I probably shouldn't ask this because we may be here for a while, but let's try and not be Is there a game or games uh which the video Gamer podcast unanimously agree is a ten out of ten? Yeah, I shouldn't have asked mm, that. Look, let's no, move yeah, on. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> we'll be here too long. Yeah. Uh, and finally, Mike Diver, a uh, friend of the show, asks, <laughs> how'd the milk go down? How did the milk go down? So, question. yesterday. <laughs> uh, no, this was something, like, I had seen this over the past couple of days, but I felt the public needs to know Dean, do you know? Uh-huh. It needs to... Bring it up to the, to the people, my people <laughs> And uh, that the thing I felt I needed to bring up Was that I had milk in my fridge That was dated the 3rd of January Yet just wasn't going off It just wouldn't, it refused to go off And yeah, yesterday I took some, some pictures And posted them on social network site twitter.com Now, this morning I had my, my tea and used the milk that was like, what day is, is today? The eighth or ninth, ninth? time of recording. Time recording so, is the ninth. Six yes. days after the number that's on the fucking carton of milk, and still not gone off. No lumpy bits. It's not even like a small bit. It's not even Dodge, you know? it's It just tastes like milk that is going off on the 10th of January.
1: So, huh? I would say. Are you not then concerned about what might actually be in the milk <laughs> to stop it going off? That's a good question. Touche. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Huh. Because yeah. Cause, cause everyone was predicting that you are going to get sick. Mm. How do you, you feel?
0: I feel fine. No, okay. t- no Tommy you know, Rumbles. Huh. You're right. No Tommy Rumbles. <laughs> uh, it's it hasn't it hasn't upset me in any way. So you know, uh, listen, just don't don't take any notice of those numbers.
1: <laughs> Maybe <laughs> it's cut with so, something to like. How he mix cocaine with like washing powder <laughs> <laughs> to to What's to, a cup was? to bulk fucking out the milk
0: or methylated spirits or something to I don't know water but maybe it's like fifty water fifty milk potentially but either way look <laughs> I'm all right it went down well and I'm going to continue using it there is only a small bit left so because fucking fool more fool me at the weekend. Because uh, I knew the milk was going off I was like right Better better get milk Haven't touched the new milk Dean Because this I still have this milk I mean m- Most people Would have probably moved on They would have let sleeping dogs lie <laughs> Not call them a horn though Because on the other milk The unopened milk I think it's like the 15th of January okay. I have time I'm not going to open know, that
1: I do kind of slightly hope That you text me on Friday Going kind of, I'm, I'm really not sick. going to watch <laughs> Uh, Uh,
0: It it very well Very well could happen Uh, But if you have any Milk related stories Please do get in touch You can email the show At podcast At videogamer.com And as well uh, We thank you for listening Of course And all the lovely VGBGs And the VGBG VIPs Who sign up uh, To VGBG Radio via patreon.com forward slash video gamer only four dollars fifty cent a month for fuck's sake they get an early and extended edition of the video gamer podcast and they also get four monthly podcasts one on wrestling police one on police procedurals uh one where we just shoot this shit and one game club yeah next well no sorry this week it is the wrestling podcast, which yeah. is called Hitbox. And we will be discussing Mankind versus The Undertaker at King of the Ring 1998.
1: I, might, I think I'm going to watch that this evening, so get involved in the Discord. Do, yeah. yeah, I, yeah. Might, I might. Be <laughs> I expect it to be
0: hilarious. Uh, yeah, and if you are a VGBG VIP, you also have access to our Discord. And you are also entered into a monthly... Prize draw Where we give away A load of cool goodies An exclusive draw So do Get on that uh, Also To everyone else If you could rate us on iTunes That would be just delightful Five stars Please uh, You can also follow us all on Twitter I am at Colin underscore her Dean is at Under Is it No The Dean Abdu You yes. got it Yes uh, And it's been a while And Alice is on Twitter At Baby Got Bell And Video Gamers is on Twitter Facebook, Instagram And Snapchat At Video Gamer Comment on YouTube YouTube.com forward slash Video Gamer TV But for of your video gamer you needs just say to videogamer.com, and now it's time for my least favorite part of the show. This is the part of the show where we must bid the listener adieu. So say goodbye, Dean
2: Goodbye, everybody. Say
0: goodbye, Alice Bell. Bye, everyone. Say goodbye, Connor hern Sloan. Gafoul. <laughs>